Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500 and is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the second quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, which starts in about a week. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is revisions to earnings estimates. As we've noted previously, analysts have been raising EPS estimates for S&P 500 companies in recent quarters. Did that trend continue in the second quarter? But first, let's look ahead to the second quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. Analysts and companies have been much more optimistic than normal in their estimate revisions and earnings outlooks for the second quarter to date. As a result, expected earnings for the S&P 500 for the second quarter are higher today compared to the start of the quarter. In fact, the index is now expected to report the highest year-over-year growth in earnings since the fourth quarter of 2009. Analysts also expect double-digit earnings growth in the second half of 2021. The above average growth rates for the second quarter and for all four quarters of 2021 are due to a combination of higher earnings for 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. In terms of estimate revisions, analysts have increased earnings estimates in aggregate for the S&P 500 for the second quarter to date. However, we'll discuss this subject in depth in the second half of the podcast. In terms of guidance, more S&P 500 companies have issued positive EPS guidance for the second quarter than average. In determining whether guidance is positive or negative, we compare the projection of the company to the mean EPS estimate of the analysts at the time of the guidance. At this point in time, 103 companies in the index have issued EPS guidance for the second quarter. Of these 103 companies, 66 or 64% have issued positive EPS guidance. This percentage is well above the five-year average of 37%. If 66 is the final number for the quarter, it will mark the highest number of S&P 500 companies issuing positive EPS guidance for a quarter since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2006. Because of the high number of companies giving positive guidance and the net upward revisions to earnings estimates, the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate for the second quarter is higher now relative to the start of the quarter. As of today, the S&P 500 is expected to report year-over-year earnings growth of 63.6% compared to the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate of 52.1% back on March 31st. If 63.6% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the largest year-over-year growth in earnings reported by the index since the fourth quarter of 2009 at 108.9%. The unusually high growth rate is due to a combination of higher earnings for the second quarter of 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in the second quarter of 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. All 11 sectors are projected to report year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector, for which a growth rate is not available due to the year-ago loss reported by the sector. The industrial sector at 348%, the consumer discretionary sector at 205%, the financial sector at 117%, and the material sector at 116%. Looking at future quarters, analysts project double-digit earnings growth for the second half of 2021. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 21.4, which is above the 5-year average and above the 10-year average. 
and during the week, no S&P 500 companies are scheduled to report results for the second quarter. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is earnings estimate revisions. In terms of revisions, we typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. For those of you that are not familiar with the bottom-up EPS estimate, it is an aggregation of the median EPS estimates for all the companies in the S&P 500 into a single EPS estimate for the entire index. From March 31st to June 30th, the bottom-up EPS estimate for the second quarter increased by 7.3%. How significant is a 7.3% increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during a quarter? How does this increase compare to recent quarters? Well, on average, the quarterly bottom-up EPS estimate usually decreases during a quarter. During the past five years, the bottom-up EPS estimate has recorded an average decline of 3.4% during a quarter. During the past 10 years, the bottom-up EPS estimate has recorded an average decline of 4% during the quarter. And during the past 15 years, the bottom-up EPS estimate has recorded an average decline of 5% during the quarter. In fact, the second quarter of 2021 marked the largest increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during a quarter since FactSet began tracking the quarterly bottom-up EPS estimate in the second quarter of 2002. The previous record was 6.5%, which occurred in the first quarter of 2021. As the bottom-up EPS estimate for the second quarter rose during the quarter, the value of the S&P 500 also rose during this period. From March 31st through June 30th, the value of the index increased by 8.2%. The second quarter marked just the fifth time since 2010, but also the fourth consecutive quarter in which both the bottom-up EPS estimate and the value of the index increased during the quarter. At the sector level, nine of the 11 sectors recorded an increase in their bottom-up EPS estimates during the quarter, led by the energy sector at 36.6%, the materials sector at 16.8%, the financial sector at 9.3%, the information technology sector at 9%, and the communication services sector at 8.9%. On the other hand, the utility sector at negative 2.1% and the consumer staple sector at negative 0.1% were the only two sectors that recorded a decrease in their bottom-up EPS estimates for Q2 during this time. Analysts have not only increased EPS estimates for the second quarter, but also for the full year. The bottom-up EPS estimate for calendar year 2021 increased by 8.6% from March 31st to June 30th. This increase marked the largest increase in the annual bottom-up EPS estimate for the index during the calendar second quarter since FactSet began tracking the annual bottom-up EPS estimate in 1996. The previous record was 4.2%, which occurred in the second quarter of 2004. At the sector level, all 11 sectors recorded an increase in their annual bottom-up EPS estimate from March 31st to June 30th, led by the energy sector at 32.2%, the materials sector at 19.2%, and the financial sector at 16.2%. So what factors are driving the upward revisions to EPS estimates for the second quarter and for the full year? Well, first, it appears analysts may have been too aggressive in their downward revisions to EPS estimates during the first half of 2020 at the height of the COVID-19 lockdowns. From December 31st of 2019 through June 30th of 2020, the bottom-up EPS estimates for the second quarter of 2021 and for full year 2021 declined by 19.3% and 16.9% respectively. Starting in the third quarter of 2020, analysts reversed course and started raising EPS estimates for the third quarter and for future quarters. 
This trend continued through the second quarter of 2021, which marked the fourth consecutive quarter in which the bottom-up EPS estimate increased during the quarter. However, prior to the third quarter of 2020, the quarterly bottom-up EPS estimate had only increased in two other quarters in the past 10 years. Second, expectations for overall economic growth have been rising as well. According to FactSet Economic Estimates, the estimated real GDP growth rates for the U.S. for the second quarter and for the full year are higher today compared to the start of the quarter. For the second quarter, the estimated real year-over-year GDP growth rate is 13.1% today compared to an estimate of 11.7% back on March 31st. For all of 2021, the estimated real year-over-year GDP growth rate is 6.5% today compared to an estimate of 5.8% back on March 31st. Third, higher commodity prices are driving some of the upward revisions to EPS estimates. For example, the price of oil increased by 24% during the second quarter, while the value of the S&P GSCI Industrial Metals Index increased by 10% over the same period. The energy and material sectors have seen the highest percentage increases in their bottom-up EPS estimates for the second quarter and for the full year over the past three months. Earnings for both of these sectors are likely benefiting from higher commodity prices. Finally, companies in the S&P 500 have been much more optimistic in their EPS guidance than normal. As we noted earlier, 66 S&P 500 companies have issued positive EPS guidance for the second quarter, which is well above the five-year average of 37. If 66 is the final number for the quarter, it will mark the highest number of S&P 500 companies issuing positive EPS guidance since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2006. Of these 66 companies, 28 are in the information technology sector. Again, as previously noted, this sector witnessed the fourth largest increase in its bottom-up EPS estimate of all 11 sectors during the quarter. For more details on guidance, please see our podcast from last week. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out our full FactSet Earnings Insight report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. Music.